In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio, live on Toginet.com. Co-hosted by Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Back, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the resources that are available in both the public and private sector. And we'll be sharing helpful information from women around the world. We'll cover everything military, from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder, to navigating government programs dealing with family issues, to the struggles of deployment, along with being a working mother, both in and out of the home. This is Military Mom Talk Radio, and here are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Hey, Military Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I am here on Military Mom Talk Radio, and we have a wonderful show today. We have Kara Barrett from Higher Ground, and we have uh, Pam from Operation Gratitude. We've had Operation Gratitude on a few times because of the outstanding work that they do, and I'm so glad that the show started when it started because I just had to mediate a huge juice box fight with my kids, and um, we only had one high seat red fruit punch box left and you know two kids one box is just chaos over here so um we're going to start this show off (laughs) i think i need to start the show off with a drink at this point um robin are you there i am here hi sandra you know it's just, I know, I know. <laughs> you know, between you know the rental cars. I just for those of you who don't know, I've been in four different rental cars in one calendar week. Uh, my car's been in the shop. I've been to and from Dallas and um, every which way but sideways. My car was repaired. Then we were driving it home on the freeway, me and the kids, and it started to smoke. And um, when when we tried to return the rental car this morning, it was like. French fries falling out of the car. (laughs) I only had this car like two days. But in two days. (laughs) You know, you talk about war zone. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. um, But it's, it's a great hour, Sandra. We're here to just relax and enjoy some great people to talk to. It is. We're going to have some fun today. I mean, I'm so excited because Operation Gratitude really um, hit a benchmark. And uh, do we have Pam walk. on the line? Oh. I'm here, indeed. Oh, nice to Pam, be with welcome. You. <laughs> Yay! Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> it's like my juice box fight pales in comparison <laughs> to what Operation Gratitude has achieved last week. Do you want to fill us in and tell us what exciting news you have for today? Oh, my. I wouldn't even know where to begin. You know, it was so exciting. Saturday, uh, we celebrate our, celebrated our 600,000th package that is going overseas. It was an amazing day. We had probably around 2,000, around 2,000 people, volunteers, 
at the Army National Guard Armory celebrating. It was a support the troops rally. It was incredible, and our 600,000th package rolled off the volunteer assembly line to cheers. And just, it is the biggest rally we have ever had over, you know, our seven years. And it was, it was just phenomenal. Absolutely. Well, and I got to tell you, when you say the volunteer, you know, what did you call it? The volunteer the, assembly line? It is truly yes. a volunteer assembly line. Uh, Christy, who's my co-host on Motherhood Talk Radio, and I went down to help uh, a couple Saturdays ago. Uh-huh. And, you know, you have to you have to see these things to believe it. You have hundreds of people standing at tables, and these boxes are not on a conveyor belt. You know, it's not like the I Love Lucy episode where she's trying to stuff chocolates in there. Right. You are, well, kind of is. Yeah, sort of, yeah. You are going fast. <laughs> you are going fast. And it's like you put your item in the box, and, you know, there's such great items in there. Um, my my item to put in there was a little Constitution pamphlet, and, yeah. you know, there's reading magazines, there's um, candy, there's gum, there's grooming aids, I mean, there's movies. There, these boxes are so much fun. Yes, they are packed with uh, with so many items, and and the weight it's about seven to eight pounds, and it's just crammed with everything that they love to receive. But that human assembly line this time wrapped around the building. Did it, it really? It was that many people. You can just imagine how crowded it was inside, and it was just the 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 whole the whole feeling was just so up. Everybody was having a great time. Well, and, you know, Pam, it was so exciting for me, you know, to be invited down to do this. And, you know, from every uh, box stuffing onward, you know, I will be present along with family and friends because it's, it's such a fun time. It's so rewarding. But mm-hmm. i got to tell you, the week later I had at my ranch up here, you know, 150 people at my house for a Big Toys for Tots event. And um, the Marines in attendance here saw one of the Opgrad, um, my, <laughs> my plastic Opgrad cup, and they were like, oh, Operation Gratitude. And they were like, we love those boxes. <laughs> and it was so fun to go from the physical assembly and to look at these labels and go, each one of these boxes represents a person, you know, a, a person in our armed yes. forces serving. And then to go a week later to my party and have the, you know, the five Marines there all talking about how much they loved getting these boxes and what a morale lift it was. And, and you know, and they just, they actually, you know, they got their Marines, but they, they got really excited talking about these packages and I could see it was kind of like from the beginning to the end result of what you guys do. Yes, and that's and and the letters, you know, uh when you can jump on the website, we're just we're getting an incredible amount of thank you letters now and it really does bring it home because they talk about some of the things that they do with the items and and they talk about how appreciative that there are Americans that care for them over there and it just makes a big difference the letters the letters are so special to them and they're disappointed if somebody doesn't put their return uh, information because they say oh please get a hold of this person and let them know thank you and so on so you know everything is so special to them and the letters from the children are just I mean, just incredible. So, you know, uh, we they just enjoy so much receiving so much from home. And it does. Well, and it's a morale booster. You're right. It really, uh, especially now during the holidays when they're getting their packages now, they say, whoa, it really feels like Christmas right now. 
<laughs> well, and you know what's funny too about like there's like an ancillary benefit of this. Like, you know, my my son and I worked really hard. We got his Boy Scout troop involved. We got the local Girl Scout troop involved. We got the local elementary school involved. And you know, I made these based on your website, which is OperationGratitude.com. Um, you know, I followed the protocol of like you know just dear brave hero, and then let the kids fill in from there. And not only did the oh, and my church shepherd of the hills, Pastor Dave, will be with us today. They oh. participated in getting. I mean, I sent probably a package of over 200 mm. handwritten letters by from kids to adults, and the thing was, is like it made everybody happy to do this. Yes. And it didn't cost anything. That was the best part. It's like, what is it to pick up a piece of paper and write a letter and brighten somebody's day? And in this market where everybody's scraping for every nickel and everybody, all the charities are hurting financially, it's very rare that you can just pick up a pen, write something, and make a huge difference. Yes, you are so right. Oh, yes. And we, now, you know, are you are you the one responsible for the social networking over at Operation Gratitude? It's Ann Hamilton. I believe she was on your show before. She was. Yes, yes. She was. Uh huh. I just wanted to tell you this great thing that happened to me um, with, you know, after talking to you guys and knowing you were going to have this 600,000th package. And, you know, my Facebook account, I might have, I don't know, five, 600 friends. You know, people, a lot of people I don't even know, they just hook in for whatever reason. But I put a little post up, just a really simple little post of me at Operation Gratitude. And I said how much fun I had and what a great operation it was. And I just put, email me how to get involved. Mm. And I can't tell you how many people emailed me, you know, people in my town, people around the country, and they're like, what is that? Like, how can I get involved? How can I help? It was so simple. It didn't cost me anything. And, you know, I'm all about Facebook because I think it's really fun. It's a great way to stay connected. But there's other social networks out there. And if you haven't gone to the Facebook fan page for Operation Gratitude or gone to the website, um, if you can send an email, you can send a letter to somebody in the troops, and you can actually help spread the word. Because I'm finding in my company and in the work that I do for my clients that these little, you know, posts on Facebook are much more powerful than putting an ad in a paper. Yes, yes, it has been growing at a phenomenal speed, Facebook, and, and yes, everything you can think of is on Facebook, and it's been a wonderful means of communicating. Well, and it's fun. Yes, you know, it's absolutely, fun. You can you know, and I, my post, one post I put up, um, you know, with I posted a picture of myself with two veterans, and um you know, and everybody just got such a kick out of it. And they were like, well, where were you? What were you doing? And then when I told them, they were like, oh, can I do that too? Because it is super fun. And if, if you haven't had the opportunity, whether it's for Operation Gratitude or other organizations in your town, and you can pop on the web and look for some places to volunteer or ask your church or your temple or, you know, anywhere you go or your school, the one thing that really makes the holidays beautiful, I think, is the spirit of volunteering. Yes, definitely. It's so, good. when this six hundredth package went out, do we know the, do we know who the, who number six hundred thousand was? Yes, uh, I don't have the name, but yes, uh, they already had uh, the label ready to go on it, so uh, it was all coordinated beautifully. And uh, that person uh, was receiving, uh, besides a package of all the wonderful things that we normally put in there, uh, the surprise was this person will receive a 2011 Victory Vegas 8-Ball 
Um, and it's a special gift. Um, uh, the motorcycle came, you know, it came roaring into the... Uh, into the armory there, and uh, you know uh, we have such generous uh, uh, sponsors, so um, they will receive the key in their package, and uh, when they get back, or however they're going to do that, that uh, however they're going to do that presentation to this person. So it's very well, special. Well, yeah, you we'll know, a lot of special. A lot of special things. I mean, you know, besides the bike and all kinds of unique gifts and, uh, you know, that are included in there. So, well, great, Pam. I hate to cut you off. Um, I'd love to have you back, and we're going to talk about when we find that person. You know, if we, we could have you on with the eight ball and the key, that would be super fun. Right. Check out Operation Gratitude. When we come back after the break, we will be welcoming Kara Barrett from Higher Ground. My name is Sandra Beck. I am the host of Military Mom Talk Radio with Robin Boyd, and we'll catch you after the break. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system, keeping the home fires burning? That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. I love it. Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen know it. Join these soul sisters on toginet.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. Showcases two sides. One, to help entrepreneurs showcase their products and tell their story of their happily ever after. And two, to interview people who have realized their own fairy tale and doing something to benefit others. This show is here to help folks who have an idea and want to get it off the ground, as well as to inspire people to make the world a better place by doing something extraordinary or out of the box to help others. Both of these entrepreneurs have their own businesses and websites. With more information on their passions and successes, first for Debbie, Fairy Tale wishesinc.com and for Diana the next big zing.com believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true with the soul sisters Debbie Glickman and Diana Cohen on toginet.com if you're ready for a big change in your work your career your happiness your life it's time for the million dollar mindset with Marla Tabaka Monday afternoons at 2 1 central on toginet.com Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the million-dollar mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the million-dollar mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front. With help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Hey, Military Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd. Robin, wasn't that exciting? 
She is. Th- th- what an amazing organization. I, every time I hear more and more about them, I just have such immense um, awe. <laughs> I guess that's the only way to put it, awe, A-W-E, awe. Well, and it just started with the, just with the vision of one woman. I know. What one woman can do. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's a good thing. Well, this woman is, is going to go thing. to jail for killing her children because it's so hard to concentrate with them fighting in the background. Now they're fighting over, I don't know if it's SpongeBob or I just can't. Oh, it's just, it's so, um, it's, oh, Robin, I what are we going to do? You know, someday you're going to say, boy, I wish those little guys were still fighting in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> Someday it's it's fun. I like I told you. I remember days that I'd be talking to people in my coat closet, trying to muffle out what was going on in the background. So, <laughs> well, I'm like, you know what? The listeners are going to hear me yell at my kids because that's like, you know, what's coming down the pike. And but I know what you mean. Like my dad said, like you know, one day I was coming in, and my dad was here from out of town, and and I fell over my son's tricycle. I was carrying groceries, and I got out of my car. I never even saw it. And I like yeah. went over the tricycle, the oh. groceries went all over the lawn. I was yep. so mad. You know, <laughs> I know he's only three. He shouldn't be putting his bike away. But, you know, I was so mad. And my dad got this funny look on his face. And he's like, I remember when you kids used to leave your bikes in the driveway. <laughs> and he wasn't mad. You know, he was all yeah. misty and teary-eyed. And I'm yeah, like yeah. trying to pick up the eggs. <laughs> so maybe in another 50 years I'll get over it. <laughs> oh, I know. It won't take quite 50. But, yeah, it, it, somehow you do. And that's. That's part of what we're here. You know, we are, we're always here to share. We're always here. Um, we've, I think we've all been there. So every listener out there kind of knows what it's like to have a kid in tow and um, what, it, what it's like once mom gets on the phone. Right. Once so mom gets on the phone, all hell breaks loose. <laughs> well, we have just an outstanding guest today. Her name is Kara Barrett, and um, she's with Higher Ground. And I'm going to let Kara introduce herself because I just think that, you know, she's amazing and what they do is amazing. And it's just so much fun. Robin, we get to meet the best people on the show, no don't we? No kidding. Amazing people. And Kara's one of them. Okay. Kara, are you with us? I'm here. Thank you. Welcome. I'm going to ship my kids up to Idaho to you. Oh, awesome. We'll we'll take them. (laughs) There's awesome skiing here right now. We'll put them in ski school, and they'll be great. (laughs) Is it? You got a lot of snow this time of year? We did. We just got a really big dump. It was, uh, it's been, it's been really good skiing. We're excited. Um, Usually, sometimes this time of year, it's a little iffy, but um, it looks like we're getting a huge storm tonight as well, so we're excited. Well, that's awesome. So you're located in Idaho. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself personally? Uh, well, great. Um, yeah, my name is, again, Kara Barrett, and um, I have been with uh, Sun Valley Adaptive Sports, which Higher Ground is a program of ours, and we're a nonprofit organization. I've been in the Valley here in Sun Valley for um, going on 11 years, and um, I'm a recreational therapist, and uh, I have a three-year-old son and just love being in the mountains and and doing what I love to do and working with uh, people with disabilities and um, veterans coming back and showing them all they can still do. So it's, uh, it's great. I love being outside, mountain biking and skiing and running. And there's just it's, it's a wonderful backyard that we have here. You are. You live in a beautiful, beautiful part of the country. So now how do you, how do you relate to higher ground? Um, as far as my position? 
you? Or yeah, I'm the program director. So um, we started the. We've been a nonprofit since um, 1999, and um, our Higher Ground program started about five years ago, and um, it's just just exploded. It's just grown so much, and uh, we've been able to to do more and more camps, which is really excited um, exciting for all the. Um, just to serve more and more people. So, um, yeah, we we started out doing one one camp a year, and now we're we're doing eight camps a year. So, um, so my role basically as um, the program director is just I oversee all the programs within the organization, and um, we were also work with um, just locals here with disabilities, adults, children, teens. We have Special Olympics program, and um, just. Get, just getting people involved in sports and recreation is, is our mission. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of things to juggle, but we have a great uh, staff, so it's, it's, um, it's been a really successful su- successful with all our programs, especially. Well, now you ground. said you have eight programs or eight camps. What, what? We have eight. Just specifically with Higher Ground, our veterans program, we, have, we do eight camps a year. So we, um, we do three to four in the wintertime doing skiing, snowboarding, uh, Nordic skiing, and um, sometimes we go snowmobiling with them and uh, just getting them outside and, and just showing them the, all the different sports that they can do. Uh, and then we also do two fly fishing camps. Um, we're pretty well well-renowned fly fishing here. I mean, people come from all over the country um, to to go um, trout fishing here. So that's a, a really fun camp as well. And then we um, do some water sports up at our Alpine Lakes in um, just about an hour north of here. And we do uh, water skiing and wakeboarding, kayaking, rafting, just endless amounts of water sports. And then um, last year we actually did our first ocean sports camp in La Jolla. So, um, and that was that was a huge success, um, just doing sailing and surfing and kayaking as well. So uh, it was really fun. That was one of the first programs that we've done outside of Sun Valley, and um, it, was, it was wonderful. Now, which one was this? That was um, an ocean sports camp we did in That Lafayette. was the one Tina went. Yeah, Tina was there, and, um, oh, my gosh, she was such a ball to be around. <laughs> She's so Hilarious. She is so fun. So well, much energy. We- Completely picked on Richard because when he left her out there on the board, and we're like, "Okay, Mr. Marine, you left her out there." I know, and she's so she was so nervous about the jellyfish, and he just yeah, I think one just floated by, and he was like just trying to get himself back on the on the kayak, and she was just like, "What are you doing? <laughs> you abandoned me. You left me." Yeah. So now, how did you guys get involved? I mean, I know your Sun Valley. What's the name of the company? Sun Valley. We're Sun Valley Adaptive Sports. And um, and that's yeah we're right in Ketchum, Idaho, um, and Sun Valley is a ski resort. I mean, right next to Ketchum, it's like a mile away. So then, in Higher Ground is the portion of your organization that serves our soldiers. Is that correct? Exactly. Yeah, it's a program of ours and um, one of our largest programs. Um, and yeah, so we just you know we have a a, a pretty big staff, and uh, but we have three three wonderful sta- Higher Ground staff, and that's. Um, Sean McEntee is our program manager. Shauna Smith is our therapy coordinator. And then Bert Gillette, who's here with me today, is our veteran outreach coordinator. Now, how do you, and maybe this is a, is a, is a, is a um, question for Bill, how would somebody listening today get involved with your organization, not as a volunteer, but, you know, if we've got a wounded warrior, we've got somebody, you know, how, how does that work? 
Definitely. I'm the uh, Veterans Outreach Coordinator for Higher Ground, and so I'm in charge, and it's Bert, just to clarify. <laughs> Hi, Bert. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, it's okay. You can call me Bill, too, if you like. I'll call you um, a lot of things, but not on the air. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well, so basically, uh, initially, somebody goes online to our website. Uh, it's svasp.org, and I can uh, spell that out phonetically for your listeners if that will make it easier. That would be great. Sure. It's uh, www.sierravictoralphasierrapapa.org. So short for Sun Valley Adaptive Sports. And they can go there, and there's a button to click on that's uh, for the higher ground, and then there's a little button that says Apply Today. And they can fill out our online application, and then shortly after we receive an online application, we then follow up with a phone call and get some more details of uh, what exactly, um, what all injuries and symptoms they're dealing with and find, get a better idea of how we can best help them. Now, and how is this funded? Um, well, we have an amazing community of support out here. We have partners like Silver Creek Outfitters and the Sun Valley Company and, um, the La Jolla Beach and Tennis Club donated a lot for us, and a local company called Stewart Events. And then we just live in a very uh, philanthropic community, and so we have the opportunity to get funding from outside, which is completely private. And that's really nice because it gives us the liberty to do the do our programming the way we see fit, rather than going on a uh, someone else's subscribed agenda. So these, so and I guess the reason I was asking, so the wounded warriors that come up to you guys, they don't have to pay for this. Uh, no, we are one of the few programs uh, out there that we, not only is our program completely free of cost to the veteran, but also to the uh, supporter that they bring with them. And we segregate between couples and singles camps and different types of um, family members and things like that, and we pay for them to come out and give them every bit of uh, sports and therapeutic work that that the veterans get because we recognize that without that system of support, if that system of support falls apart and the caretakers aren't being taken care of, then the warrior falls apart as well. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I don't think, you know, a lot of people know about your organization. That's why I'm really happy to have you on our show today so that we can help spread the word and you can really, you know, you help a lot of people. Yeah, we've seen some really amazing um, 180s in, people, in folks' lives after our program. There's from the smallest detail of the first phone conversation to the end of our three-year follow-up, uh, it's a very... There's nothing we don't do for a reason, I'll say that. That's well, we found great. a lot of success with our techniques. Now, I'm going to give that website again for everybody listening today that want to, want to check out Sun Valley Adaptive Sports Program. That's S as in Sam, B as in Victory, A as in Alpha, S as in Sam, B as in Victory, P as in Paul.org. Uh, we are here uh, with Sun Valley Adaptive Sports and their outstanding program called Higher Ground, of which Tina was a recipient of their good time. And um, we're going to come back and we're going to ask them all sorts of different questions about their program and find out how you can get involved both as a volunteer to donate your time or talents and also if you and your spouse want to go and take part in one of their programs. 
My name is Sandra Beck. I'm here on Military Mom Talk Radio with Robin Boyd, and we'll catch you after the break. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system, keeping the home fires burning? That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrock. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Get ready for the Not-So-Soccer Mom Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon central on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Soccer Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. In the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Bomb with Jill Hickey. Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. Put a boot in your ass, it's Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front. With help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Courtesy. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and we have yet another outstanding guest on our show today. Robin, isn't this cool? This is. Boy, I want to go to Idaho. (laughs) I want to go to Idaho, too. I mean, I want to go to Idaho anyway, but I want to go and see, like, you know, what it is they do there, and, you know, it just seems so exciting and so, you know, boy, if you're going to rehab, you know, to go into kayak or ski and swim, I mean, that's... And that's what's so exciting is the promise of what they have for everyone who comes there. That's just amazing. Well, let's turn the microphone over to Bert. And, Bert, um, why don't you share with us a little bit about your background? Sure. I'm, um, well, I guess the biggest part of my background that made me want to work with folks in the military, um, Army Brad of 30-some-odd uh, years now, and we grew up on um, 
I grew up on posts all over the country. My dad uh, retired as a medevac pilot after 20 years when I was in high school. And uh, I've been a rec therapist for close to 10 years now. And I always had a passion for working with folks with disabilities. And I've, I've lived in the mountains for, oh, shoot, at least eight years now, mountains all over the country. And uh, when I found out about this position where I could do rec therapy for vets with disabilities in the mountains, I mean, who can pass that up? And so I uh, did an interview and packed up my stuff, and less than a week later I was living in Idaho. Now, what, what kind of disabilities do you see typically coming through your organization? Well, our, our program uh, specifically focuses on folks with uh, traumatic brain injuries, post-traumatic stress disorder, visual impairments. Okay. And uh, then we also have a women's program uh, dealing with more specific issues to women. And uh, so everybody we see has some level of one of those disabilities, and then a lot of, a lot of folks will have uh, polytrauma issues, so any other injury as well. Okay. And what are, can you give, share some success stories? I mean, what can people expect, um, you know, from your organization? And then I would love for you to walk us through what it's like to go to one of your camps. Sure thing. Um, you know, I'll just, I'll talk about a few that come right up off the top of my head. Um, we had one lady out here. Uh, I, she was actually one of the first people I ever spoke to with this job. And when I spoke with her on the phone and did an initial interview, it was actually before we even had a women's program. And it was just kind of a heartbreaker because I didn't know if I was going to be able to serve her or not. But just, just the, um, you know, the, the unassuredness and the stutter in her voice, and the best analogy I could come up with was that she sounded like a chihuahua in a lightning storm would look. Aww. And my heart went out to her so much, and she and I actually stayed in touch over the phone for probably, probably about a year and a half, and we had a women's program, and we were doing our first one, and she was the first person I called right away. And she came out, and just through coming out and being able to be with the other uh, female veterans and being able to find success at a sport that she used to like and find that system of support, because, you know, we have over 300,000 injured veterans out there, and what I always hear is they all feel alone. Well, there's plenty. You just got to get together and get them in the right environment together to give each other support. And she had a few issues up here when uh, we went snowshoeing, and she... You know, she had some issues with that, bringing back memories of doing uh, road marches and things along those lines. But she was able to rise above, and she was able to go on ahead and push herself through the activities regardless. And we saw her go from someone who didn't have the confidence that they would be able to get on an airplane and go across the country. Uh, she left our program. We got her set up with uh, Weight Watchers program and got her some running shoes and uh, helped host her for her first marathon that she wanted to run by the time she was 40. She completed her marathon. She's out, uh, started dating again for the first time since her injuries. And um, she's just a different woman. She's even gone back uh, active duty and uh, was recently promoted to major. Wow. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty and, uh, impressive. Oh, and if she's listening, she knows who she is. <laughs> That's a great thing about this job is we don't just, it's not coming out for a week and then, okay, see you later, bye, we never talk to you again. We get to be involved in everybody's lives for three years after they leave. 
and we have our official follow-ups, but then, you know, I, I'm kind of a liberty to use my cell phone and call people and just kind of shoot it with them and see how they're doing. Sure. So now what is it like to go to one of your camps? Like, you know, walk us through from the time, you know, you said you talked to this person on the phone, from the time they talk to you to the time they leave. You know, what are some kind of things that go on? Sure, and you might have to stop me because I get wordy sometimes. No, go ahead. But, you got, we got plenty of time. <laughs> well, initially when somebody, uh, when somebody calls interested in the program or fills out an application, first and foremost, it's our job to get on the phone with them and make them feel at home and make friends, establish a rapport, because you don't just jump straight into business and start asking people about their injuries and their experiences if they don't feel like they can trust you initially. And then uh, we go through a system where we go through a, a little questionnaire over the phone and get a little bit more details about who they are, what their injuries are, what their limitations may or may not be. And from there, we get all these applications, and we try to take the applications we have on hand and make the most optimal small group we can, taking into things, consideration things like, are they married? Will they, are they in a significant long-term relationship? How old are they? Are they officers or enlisted? And without actually knowing people and meeting them face-to-face, -face, we try to put together the best group we can for group dynamics to ensure that these are people that are going to be able to have commonalities and form a bond that lasts after the program is over. And once we've made the uh, selections, we, uh, we buy them plane tickets, and we harass them probably way too much because I forget to ask all my questions in one phone call. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we just make sure that any, st any hiccups in the get-along are getting taken care of. If somebody can't come out because they have child care issues, we... Um, we will help uh, support child care and help bring a family member out to watch the kids so that they can have the experience. And, that's uh, amazing. I mean, that's, you know, that you really do everything in your power to make it possible for them to come. Absolutely. I think the biggest barrier to coming out here for a lot of the veterans is they have to be at that point when they're ready to make this step. They have to be at a point in recovery where they're positive, looking forward, and ready to jump on a plane and fly out to the middle of Idaho because that's a daunting, that's a daunting task for for a lot of folks. Well, and especially combined, if they've got TBI or PTSD or you know some other issues, it's you know it's it's daunting for anybody to hop on a plane and go somewhere where they don't know really where they're going. Um, but, you know, for somebody that sustained an injury or you said, you know, in some cases multiple injuries, that's kind of a big deal. It is a really big deal. And so, so the, biggest, the biggest thing we do at that point is just try to really establish a true friendship with the folks coming out and do everything we can to make them feel like they're in safe hands. Um, they're not going to get dropped off in an airport and not have anybody there to pick them up and try to have to figure out how to get to the hotel by themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and then those that we're not able to bring out into a program, if we have an application in, it's visited before every appropriate camp. And so uh, once an application is in, it's in. We don't, we don't just take an application, forget about you because you didn't make it to this camp. Uh, I mean, there's there's been people that we've called, invited to like five to eight different camps before we finally found the one that worked for everybody's schedule. Now, what do people do in these camps? 
Um, the first night's always, and is Kara, I'm sorry, is Kara on the line with us? I'm here. Oh, Hi, okay. Kara. <laughs> I've been I wanted to I've give her listening. an opportunity to throw in, too. <laughs> yeah. Kara, would you like to walk us through what people do when they, you know, when they come to one of your camps? Oh, for sure. Um, well, Bert, it, Bert, it talks, they're, they're the ones that first talk to Bert. I mean, he's the one that gets builds the relationship and really can um, understand where they're coming from. And so he does um, the phone assessment and gets an idea of what um, sports they're interested in, and, and then he makes the assessment on which camp um, would best for them to attend. Um, and then once they're here, um, in which I just wanted to add, you know, that a great point that you that you brought up is with the a lot of a lot of the participants with post-traumatic stress disorder and traumatic brain injury, that is one of the hardest things for them to do is is to get on the plane and get here. Um, And we have had several times where um, participants didn't come because they they were all set to go and then they just got severe anxiety about that. And um, we're really fortunate now because we work with um, TSA and they can help avoid that that chaos in the airport and meet them at curbside and get them right through security um, where they don't they don't even have to deal with with all the lines and um, you know get, get in the next flight they can be walked through which is which is really really helpful especially when it's the first maybe trip they've done since their injury um, but yeah once they're here it's um it's great we meet them at the airport and um, just let them know. Um, what what the plan is, and um, we get them. We have a pretty small airport that they fly into, and um, they most of the time stay at um, the Sun Valley Resort, which is um, a beautiful, beautiful place. Um, they have an inn and a lodge, and um, they get to stay there the whole time. And um, so we we bring them to the hotel, and they can get settled in and relaxed a little bit. And then, depending on the sport, um, if we need to get them fitted, they'll they'll come right in and. Um, after they've relaxed for a few hours, we'll we'll get them fitted so it's not so chaotic in the morning. You know, trying to get fitted, eat breakfast, get on the hill, that kind of thing. But um, everything's really it's it's all spelled out for them. We we have like a nice opening dinner where it's just like Bert said, it's a we're really small setting. Um, we don't we have the same staff and. Um, and volunteers that are with us the entire week, so it's not like we're bringing new, you know, new people in, so they're having to retell their stories or anything. And we we like to keep it to a really small group, and um, and so most nobody of the feels rest- overwhelmed either. Exactly. I exactly. Mean, I, you can just imagine how it feels, you know, f- for us. But you know, maybe you're going to a new place and you don't have any um, anxiety or. PTSD, and then that's, it's still a day of traveling anyway, even if there's no issues, is exhausting. So um, we try to make it as smooth as possible. Obviously, there's going to be, um, it's a long day of travel, and they're going to be tired. But, yeah, so we don't want to bring them to a crowded restaurant or go to a big event and where it's just, you know, really overwhelming for them. So, yeah, we, we, we are really fortunate with the restaurants and businesses in the area, and they... You know what, you guys, we're going to go to break. I hear the oh, music yeah. in the background. We'll bring you back after the break, and we'll pick up where we left off. Okay, sounds good. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Learn With Me is a show created as much for the host as the audience. 
Join host Danny Walker Wednesdays at 11, noon central on Togenet.com as she invites you to get your boots on and walk through life's triumphs and troubles with her. Come learn with me as the beginning of a movement, a community filled with caring people who share information, allowing everyone to participate, gain, and grow. What works? What doesn't? Your host, Danny Walker, is a self-proclaimed student, not expert, and she'll share very candidly passions, perspectives, failures, her family's battle with illness, her restaurant inspirations to keep being a wife, parent, and more, all the while including industry experts, disease survivors, and guests to add to the mix. For more on Danny and her show, go to dannywalker.com, D-A-N-I-Walker.com. If you've ever searched high and low to find answers to sickness, disease, and debt, come learn with me and let's get our questions answered together. Come learn with me with host Danny Walker, Wednesdays at 11, noon central on toginet.com. People think I've made it. I'm popular. I seem happy all the time. I have great clothes and I'm involved in everything. But I have questions, doubts, and fears just like every other teenager. That's why I'm glad for Teen Talk Radio, where it's all about choices. Join us for Teen Talk Radio with Nicole O'Dell, Thursday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. The choices we have to make that can alter the course of our lives. Life is too much pressure if we try to go it alone. I tune in to Teen Talk Radio with Nicole O'Dell every week to get reminded that I'm not alone. Nicole O'Dell is an expert on what happens in the lives of teenagers. Join her as she deals with topics like peer pressure, purity, drugs, alcohol, and many other things that might come up along the way. She writes books and speaks to people all over the place, but she says her favorite moments are when she can pull up a chair and chat with teens about what's important to us. For more information on Nicole and her books, go to NicoleO'Dell.com. Then join us for Teen Talk Radio with Nicole O'Dell, Thursday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet.com. Teen Talk Radio, where it's all about choices. There ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front. With help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Hi, guys. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here at Military Mom Talk Radio, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, who, before we get back to Sun Valley Adaptive Sports, and we have an extra special surprise coming at the end. We're going to welcome back Pastor Dave Maser, who's going to do a holiday blessing for all of us uh, for this season. But I want to turn the mic over to Robin to talk about some interesting things that are available on our website today. Well, on, on www.militarymomtalkradio.com, I was just able to get um, a video up that is a um, video of something that took place this past weekend. My husband was a part of the ceremony. It was uh, placing some wreaths on our um, Veterans Cemetery here in New Hampshire. So if you go to the website and look over on the uh, VODPOD uh, sidebar, you will see the top um, video that says Wreaths of Remembrance. It was a very moving ceremony, and um, we um, were just very proud to be a part of it. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait to see it. Even I haven't seen it. And, and it's I so know. Exciting I just to... barely got it up. So <laughs> I wanted to make sure that we directed everybody to, to get a chance to see it. It's one of those things that, boy, you just sit there and you think about all that families are going through and have gone through, and it's just really moving. So. <clears throat> 
Well, and you guys can check that out at Military Mom Talk Radio, just like it sounds, spelled just like it sounds, Military Mom Talk Radio. For those of you who missed the earlier segment of the show or have missed other uh, shows that we've had and want to tune in, you can pick those up at iTunes under Military Mom Talk Radio. You can also go to Toginet, which are, is our host station, T-O-G-I-N-E-T, toginet.com, and you can download uh, podcasts of prior shows from there. There's lots of helpful information about PTSD, TBI, uh, along with a lot of different organizations like Higher Ground that we have today uh, where you can find benefits that you may not be aware of, and it's a really good opportunity for you guys to help your families and to help yourselves, and that's what we're here for is to provide information. So I'm going to turn the mic over to Bert and to Kara, Kara, is it Kara or Kara? It's Kara. It's Kara. Okay, we're going to, we're not going to, I'm just blowing names, hand over fist. (laughs) We've got Bill and Kara, oh, excuse me, (laughs) Bert and Kara, uh, today from Sun Valley Adaptive Sports, and they run this outstanding program of which I have a sticker on my car, I want you to know. I put your higher ground sticker on my minivan. Nice. And it's got only the stickers of me as a single mom, my two kids, and then my four dogs. And then there's my higher ground sticker. And I love it because everybody asks me what it is. Oh, Excellent. That's what, we, that's what we like to hear. Thank you so much. Yeah. So we were talking before the break about what, um, what somebody can expect going through one of your camps. Sure. And I'll just kind of take it through a calendar and just touch on a couple of high points on, uh, on, on what makes us a little different from a lot of the programs out there. Um, so after everybody lands, you know, it's six to eight veterans and their supporters. And as I said, sometimes it's couples, sometimes it's singles with a family or a good friend supporter. And, you know, you come into, you go across the country and you come into a room full of strangers, it can be a little awkward. And so we always start off the evening with kind of, um, an introduction, an icebreaker, just some, something fun. We have a little get to know you game that Tina got to play that was a lot of fun. And just something to kind of break the ice and get people talking a little bit. And then uh, on the first, from the first night, we really try to establish a sense of unity within the, um, within the participants that we have out here. And so with the veterans, we have a uh, unit patch that is specific to their particular camp. Just kind of going off that theme of, you know, the biggest, some of the biggest feedback we hear is the separation anxiety. Nobody with my injuries that understands what I'm going through. No system of support anymore. And so this is your opportunity to have six or eight other guys that know what you're going through, that have been there and done that, to develop that bond with. And so we give out a unit jacket, and then uh, each day as we go through the, the days, we have a theme of the day, which is how can I take this home and find continued success beyond this week? And so we introduce that at the beginning of the, each day and then recap it throughout the day. And then again at night, we get the veterans and the caretakers together kind of separately and just kind of go over, process the day so that we're practicing therapeutic recreation, not just recreation. And generally the first day we get up and, uh, depending on the sports, if it's surfing, skiing, whatever it is, we do a, um, we get up in the morning, we do stretch and yoga with our good friends Amy and Oliver, who do an incredible job, get warmed up for the day, uh, go out and do the lessons until uh, usually until 3 or whenever somebody's done because not everybody has the same energy level. Some people need to take a little break throughout the day. And then um, afterwards we have uh, fantastic dinners. Tara can tell you 
if you're coming out here, come hungry because um, <laughs> we feed people very well while they're out here. Really, no, nice you just said the magic stuff. word. You absolutely oh said my the gosh, magic word that. because I just got back from Dallas and I took our show producer Richard Swanson with us for the tugging at Christmas party and Carrie, who's our showrunner out in Texas, made the best food. We stuffed ourselves silly. We ate grits. We ate. Oh, everything in sight. So if Sun Valley Adaptive Sports, you know, provides a lot of food, we'll be there. <laughs> I think Tina and Richard could attest to it as well. It's, it's, uh, yeah, if you leave here hungry, it was not because of opportunity wasn't given to have a lot of really good food. <clears throat> and it's so not a joke about, the, oh, sorry. That? I said there's no joke here about the Idaho potatoes. They are. Oh, they're the they're ridiculous. <laughs> they're huge. But, you know, food is a really great icebreaker. It's a really great bonding. You know, it's so fun to sit down. It's funny, you know, I'm on the air a lot, and I'm in a very public position many times. But as a person, I'm pretty shy. And, you know, people who've met me for the first time are always amazed. Oh, you're on the air. Oh, you do this or you do that. And I can't tell you how much better I feel, like, with a brownie in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> sure. It, it's just, it is, it's just a great thing. And so do people make friendships, um, you know, when they're here? They're here for a week, or how long are they here? Um, it's six days, including the travel day. And, uh, I mean, yeah, we find a lot of success with that. We have, uh, you know, some of the folks that were at our ocean sports camp all live in the same region, and they hang out all the time, and we've got, our first women's camp from last year are setting up a reunion trip for themselves at another resort. And so, yeah, it really is a lasting long-term bond that you make with uh, other veterans, the other supporters, and with our staff where you got somebody to call when, when, when things are tough. You got somebody to help you figure out your VA benefits that they got that you didn't and things along those lines. So a big part of this, too, I think, would be not only just the sports aspect of it and the rehab aspect, but also kind of the fellowship and the camaraderie um, that you guys uh, you guys foster during this time. Exactly. I, I would say um, the sports are really ancillary to what we're really doing out here. The sports are the catalyst that we use to help the vets and their supporters achieve other things in their life. And so what what would you, like, what's the end result? What do you hope, you know, when people leave your program, uh, we have about a minute left until we go to our next guest, which is Pastor David Mason. We're going to talk to him about the power of faith and relevance to healing from injury and illness. But what do you hope that people come away with when they leave, uh, when they leave higher ground? We hope that they leave with the knowledge that they're capable of doing a lot more than they estimated they could. Uh, to steal DSUSA's logo, we're, we're a chapter, so I can do that. To leave with the sense of if I can do this, I can do anything. To have a system of support and be able to go back home, get out socially, stay active, be healthy, and build their family through sports and recreation at their home community and just lead a happier, healthier, more confident life. Well, Bert and Kara, I want to thank you so much for joining us today on Military Mom Talk Radio. I look forward to having you uh, back next year in the new calendar year. Maybe we'll, we will come live 
from your organization. I want to thank you for what you do for our servicemen and women out there. I think you have an outstanding program. Everybody check out Higher Ground. Give me the website one more time before we take it over to Pastor Dave. It's www.svasp.org. That's uh, www.sierravictoralphasierrapapa.org, and you just click on the higher ground icon, and it'll take you right through. That is outstanding. Thanks, you guys, for being here today. Thanks so much for having us on the show. You're welcome. So, Pastor Dave, I got a good question for you. They talked about support in their last segment. How can faith play a role in the support of one of our service people who is suffering from an illness or an injury? You know, the one thing I want to encourage people with is, you know what, you have a lot more time spent in eternity than you do spent here on earth. And I know times can get pretty tough here, especially coming back from a war, coming back with a a pretty drastic injury. But I just want to encourage them that you're going to be spend eternity either in heaven or hell a whole lot longer than you'll spend here on earth. So, you know, God wants to be there with you. He wants to give you His Spirit to, to give you a sense of peace and strength, and He'll guide you through the hardest times ever. And, uh, I mean, if you read through the Psalms, I'm looking at Psalm 61 right now, and you see the psalmist crying out to God, crying out to God as life gets tough. And we all go through our ups and downs, whether injury or emotional hurt or whatever is going on in your life. But God wants to be there for you. You know, He wants us to trust in Him in our darkest hours and in our brightest moments. And he'll never fail you. And, Pastor, you are also a pastor, but you're also prior military, correct? Yes, 10 years, United States Air Force, back uh, 83 to 92. And that is outstanding. I'm so happy to have you today, and I'd like to turn the mic over for you and to wish everyone uh, in our sphere of influence, all the guests we've had on this show, and everybody listening there today, a very, very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And, Dave, please close out with a blessing. Father God, thank you so much for uh, all these people that serve our military. I want to thank you for the guests that have been on here. But, Lord, most of all, I want to thank you for the men and women serving our country. We pray your blessing, your protection upon them, upon their families. And, Lord, you are the only one that can, that can encourage us, can strengthen us in our time of trial. So may each one of us put our, tr- our faith and our trust in you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.